Greetings, Meatbag. This is the Morning Donut Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Hello, happy Sunday. Welcome back to another episode. Oh, Monday, technically. Monday. It's Sunday for us. Yeah. Monday for you. Welcome back to another episode of the Morning Donut Podcast. We talk all things tech and nerd pop culture. My name is Carlos. With me is always my co-host, Danny and Juan. How are you guys doing? Good, hey, good. Hey. good afternoon. You guys are getting attacked by bees out there? Luckily one. not. Well, there was one that look, was looking at you, Juan. It was suspicious looking? Yeah. It was looking right at you. Uh, well, you're okay. the suspicious one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anywhere I go, they tell me it looks I got, suspicious. I got bees all over my house right now. It's, it's a problem. But anyway, <laughs> how are you guys doing besides that? <laughs> good. And this you? dog that's screaming outside. Did you hear that? Yeah, I think he's barking at that cat that's across the street. Jeez, man. <laughs> just too much wildlife around. Let me tell you what happened this morning. First, there's bees everywhere, right? So I'm trying to throw the trash out. And there's just bees. I'm like, okay, perfect. So I went around my garage to the like the other way to get to the alley. Uh-huh. And then there's a snake. Nice. And I'm like, what is this? A junk? What's going on here? <laughs> so like, there's my whole house is just covered in wildlife, and I, I don't like it. So that's, that's <laughs> well, what they're coming out, man. They've that's, been they've, yeah. they were quarantining too. I don't know? care. I, they can out. go somewhere else. I don't want them. You know, <laughs> you, can, ring. you can relocate, please. Wildlife. <laughs> Unbelievable. Anyway. What else we got going on today? <laughs> we have um, we got some crypto talk. Our usual crypto corner is turning into a crypto show. Jesus, you guys, yeah. you're killing me. <laughs> um, we got some uh, interesting stuff on 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 right to repair. I think that's a, something that's uh, it's a lot of people talk about, but most people probably don't understand. Myself included. I'm going to learn some stuff here about it. Uh, there's some interesting brain implants happening in the world which this is cool this is cool i think it's really cool and then we're going to talk about bad batch so uh we talked about that last week it's a new animated series on disney plus star wars animated series very awesome we'll talk about the first three episodes and then of course we got our weekly recommendations at the very end timestamps in the show notes as always please feel free to I need to really change those (laughs) these little labels it's sunday morning i don't know why i never i can't get it right well, it's because I'm dumb. That's the answer, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> <That's early. laughs> anyway, what's up with crypto? We always start with Juan's usual rant about something. I'm got no rants today. He's mad I about mean, something. I'm wrong. Well, I'm going to rant on Elon. Okay. Crashing, oh. crashing Bitcoin. All right. So what did Elon do to crash BTC this week? Because he did. He did some. Well, he yeah. said that Tesla is not going to accept BTC anymore for payment. Correct. For a Tesla. Uh-huh. Uh, which kind of crashed. Well, sent the price down. A significant amount, uh-huh. like maybe like seven, eight percent. Um, and his reasoning is because it uses too much power, to meaning mining. mining. Yeah, mining uses too much power. Yeah. Okay, which is somewhat true, but not really. Because, yeah, I mean, if a lot of these mining farms don't use your traditional electricity to mine because it's not cost effective, right? That's why we talked about several weeks ago that there's this one mining farm in Ireland mm-hmm. or Iceland. Why would you put one in Iceland? Because it's, it's cold, it's cold, yeah. Got to keep the temperature down, right? So he sent out the tweet, crashed uh, Bitcoin a little bit. Yeah, it went down. Yeah, it went down hard because yeah. of that. It's still down right now. Like yeah. it's, it has not really recovered from when it was. Yeah, that's about a couple like weeks ago. Forty eight thousand right now. Uh-huh. Um, I think the all all time high, which it hit sixty three, sixty three or sixty four, sixty three. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So and then he kind of changed his focus to Doge. Right. Obviously, he's been promoting that for quite a bit. Um, saying that it's cheaper, that he's working with the development team. Who knows mm-hmm. on what? That's what I'm hearing is they're trying to migrate. There's talks that they, 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 they want to migrate from proof of work to proof of stake. Yeah. For Doge? Yeah. Okay. I wonder how many you're going to need. Well, who knows? He probably yeah. has them all. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the consensus right now is that he probably does because if you look at the 
price of Doge it stayed within a five cent range. Right, right. Past couple of days since he's made these comments. Uh huh. Um, nobody really knows who the wallet owner is. There's one wallet that has twenty or thirty percent of all Doge. Is that not probably uh, Robinhood's wallet? That's what they think. But then, the, you yeah. know, we, we talked about it before. How if yeah, you have if you have any crypto on on Robinhood, you don't have a, your own wallet there. It's their wallet technically. Yeah, it's not like if you have a you know Coinbase or Binance or anywhere else where you have your own wallet and it's yours. Whereas in Robinhood, it's technically theirs. Yeah, <laughs> they can just run with it. Like peace. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, another thing he could do too is fork it. Yeah. I don't know if you know what the fork means. I don't think so. Explain. So. What happened with Ethereum, that's why we have Ethereum Classic. Uh At one time, I believe somebody's Ethereum coins got hacked and they returned them and some of the developers, or some of the miners didn't really like it, so they split it. Oh, okay. So that's why you have... um, Is that why you have like like BTC cash, like BT cash? Bitcoin cash, cash. yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So, I mean, technically you can split a coin if nobody agrees on the network and stuff like that. So there is that possibility. Yeah. And that goes back to that tweet he did back in February where he showed a fork. He showed it. Well, it wasn't a tweet. It was he changed his, his profile, profile to, to, um, he had to a fork. fork and people world. were thinking it was because of a Cardano um, mm. to the Mary Hard fork. But it could have also been related to fork, yeah. and the then, fork on Dogecoin. Because Dogecoin. apparently he's been talking to the Doge team for, yep. since 2019. Hmm. So who knows? I mean, again, we're not advisors. Yeah, yeah. Spend, spend what you can lose. I mean, the fact that they want to go to proof of stake, that'll make them energy efficient like he wants it to be yeah as far as doge goes you mean yeah because oh, i don't yeah. think i don't think bitcoin would ever do that well, no, maybe, no no maybe. well yeah, maybe but. But i'm saying as far as dogecoin yeah 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 i think it'd be hard for bitcoin to it's too expensive to at this stake. point it's yeah, yeah it's no, way I, too expensive for anybody to well, yeah like it's hard for anyone just to own a single like a full bitcoin like i own one coin it's a lot of money well there are a lot of whales out there that sure do yeah, own yeah. it so that's and i think that's a problem too kind of with ethereum that i'm seeing in the future is because right now it's what thirty-two Ethereum's to stake. Thirty-two, right? So I think Ethereum's price is getting higher and higher. It's going to eventually become where it's just these big whales that are able to stake and make all the profits off. Right. Of that. Yeah. Hmm. But then you can still make money by throwing by pledging your pledging like like with Cardano. You can pledge even if you don't. You're not a pool operator. You can pledge your stake to someone and yeah. Your 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 yeah. Cardano's different. your Cardano's making money. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of Cardano, you had some. It's been popping lately. Yeah, it's been popping lately. So a lot of it's because of the whole upcoming um, um Alonzo fork, mm-hmm. which oh, is okay, yeah. that's for smart contracts. And also the rumor that you know there was also rumors about oh when Elon said about trying to find a more um, energy efficient. Uh, Crypto people that oh Cardano it's one of the most efficient ones. But mm-hmm. the, what makes it efficient? Like in, is is efficient in terms of like how you mine it or, or what? Well, yeah, because there's no proof of stake. Okay. It's all proof of is all. I mean, there's there's no proof of work. It's all so proof you of don't stake. need powerful machines exactly to, right. to solve these algorithms. It's just you just pledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's very efficient. It's, it's I mean, it's very efficient, very um, there, there energy is, efficient. Yeah, I mean, there's consum- power consumption, but it's nowhere on the yeah. levels of sure, mining. right? Yeah, yeah, because you can just set up a virtual machine, yeah. and you're done. Yeah, and right. Because mining does it, it, traditional mining takes up a lot of energy. Even just what I do here at home, which is pretty small, because mm-hmm. I just have two computers, two regular PCs, and they run constantly. And it's I even get an email saying, "Hey, your electrical bill is." 20% higher than it used to be. <laughs> so just, Are you mining? <laughs> so like even, even comments like, hey, buddy, just so you know. Hey, mind your business. Don't mind your business. <laughs> no pun intended, right? Yeah. Mind your, don't mind, mind your business. My, don't mind my business. Don't mind my business. <laughs> but, uh, I'm but just yeah. mining my business. Yeah, it, does use, it does use juice, man. And that's what, two rigs, right? I have two. Yeah, two. Yeah. I have one in the basement, one, the one in my office. And they run 24-7. They're always running. So Yeah, because with, with Cardano, you can just set up a virtual um, 
yeah. sign up, sign up, get a VM on on Anywhere. Amazon, Amazon or Google or right, tons of options to pick Microsoft a, a virtual cloud, yep. cloud computer or whatever. And you just go ahead and set up your pool there, and mm-hmm. people pledge to it, and yeah. And it's it's going up, man, because there's a lot. Do you know what's the requirements for Cardano in terms of staking? Is there a five. Start, just five coins? Five, five. Oh, oh, that's nothing to start. Yep. Yeah, because I mean, it's a it's a fairly affordable coin right now. Like, yeah, it's not. It is. You know, thousands of dollars. Like trying to get like we were talking about Ethereum, trying to buy thirty two Ethereum. And I don't get that. Well, I mean, lot. I don't. Understand. I mean, well, maybe because there's a lot. They can control a number of operators based off of that, right? Right. I, mean, I believe so. Because yeah. I mean, if you have too many operators, now you're diluting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true too. So with, that could be what it is, and it's just like let's make it really high, so it kind of minimizes the amount of stakers, I guess. Right? Yeah. Is yeah. that what they're called? <laughs> I don't. Know. Yeah. Uh, pool operators. Well, I don't know. In Cardano, just, it's just pool operators. Just making up terms here. <laughs> that's okay. We're, I'm we're, a staker. I'm a staker. <laughs> um, but as far as like low energy goes too, so um, I'm just learning about uh, helium. Do you guys hear and know mm-hmm. about this? I shared some info with you. Yeah, I look. I, I did some research on it. Um, was that yesterday? Uh, yeah, night? yesterday or a couple of days ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it's kind of similar in terms of, of being low power. So pretty much what it is, it's a coin. It's called Helium. It's on. It's even on Binance. So it's a pretty big mm-hmm. coin. Uh, it's worth a decent amount. It's like worth like fifteen bucks. So okay. it's not. It's a. It's an altcoin, but it's got good value. Yeah. And so the way you mine it though is really interesting. And they call it the People's Network, and it's powered by an entirely new incentive model made possible by the Helium blockchain. And it's a new kind of miner. It's they look like they're almost like souped-up Raspberry Pis. Like oh, they're nice. very small oh, okay. little rigs, right? Like they're just run off Wi-Fi. Very simple. And so uh, it's done by installing a simple device in your office, like in, in a window somewhere. The higher, the better. And it because it pretty much uses like RF. It's like uses it uses like radio. So it's a high, it's called hotspot mining and uh, provides miles of wireless network coverage for millions of devices around using Helium LongFi. And you're rewarded in HNT, which is the coin, uh, for doing this. And because of the innovative proof of work model, they call it proof of coverage. So essentially, you you put little mm-hmm. hotspots. Oh, okay. Uh, and it only uses about five watts of energy because this thing's tiny. It literally looks like a router. Yeah. Like it's like their small size. I bought two of them. So here's the way they work because they're not expensive, relatively speaking. You know, I've talked about some of the other miners that are expensive, like 10, 20 grand. This thing was like 450 bucks each. So I bought two of them. So this is the way it works. You have to have a little network of these miners around. And the more that are around you, the more you can make. But they can't be too close to you either. So there's a sweet spot of of a coverage area. So a miner has to be at least three to five hundred meters away from another one. Is that like a football field? Football field and a half? Probably because it's like, like well, I mean, it's at least like a thousand feet or more, right? And there's even a little tool online where you can drop a pin and it'll tell you where you can't have another one and where you should put another one. So I bought two. I'm gonna have one here and I'm gonna have one at my buddy's house, which is down the road and it's far enough away that it would still be in a sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, we'll see how it goes. I don't know how you can't have more that you own, but what if your neighbor has one? That doesn't matter, right? It, no. Yeah. It, oh, it, it does it, matter. It still too. absolutely matters. Oh, so yeah. Now that you have one, they can't have one now. Correct. Oh. So hopefully no one around here because <laughs> I'll go steal it from them and turn it off. <laughs> shut their power off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Um, and so these are interesting too, cause, uh, it's, it's also based off of like how powerful the antenna is on the miner. Cause it has to create a, a good network. Uh, they say to put it at the highest point of your house, if possible, you know, they have some that are meant for outdoors. So you can literally just stick it outside. So the walls of your house are not interfering. Well then that'll be obvious. I'm going to knock it down. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right. 
Uh, there are some that run off cellular. So you pop a SIM card in there and just go stick it somewhere. So um, there's a lot of things you can do with these. Wow. And it doesn't take any energy. And it, from what I've seen, you can even see what uh, people make because you can look at the mm-hmm. miners that are around here. Like there's some in the neighborhood not too far away. Really? You can see them in, on the map. And you can click on them and you see the na- every every miner has their own little, little, little weird name to it. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's like automatically given to you because they're, think, they're all think, similar. Yeah, I think you can make them up. So they all have their own name and you can see like what they make like per week and things like that. And they're pretty profitable. Like yeah. they make pretty good money. I, I, so there's a couple, like you said, in the neighborhood across from you that, that I looked them in their 30 day range was pretty, I mean, well, compared to what the price is too. Yeah, exactly. Right. So but I've like, seen like that. They don't show like their, their, like I saw one like for their seven day range. Mm-hmm. The average was like 35 to 40 coins every week, which if you do the math on, that's like five, 700 bucks. So pretty good. It, that means you can pay yeah. for it. It'll pay for itself in a mm-hmm. week because they're not expensive to get. Uh, they, it, it takes a long time though because I, I ordered them over the weekend. I did two and it says it's shipping in 12 to 20 weeks. So can, can look with that. Yeah. <laughs> so who knows whenever that'll show up. And I think they're they're having a halving in, in August. August yeah, yeah. Which I'm not entirely sure what that means. That just, it just means that it just, it just splits it right. Like Bitcoin does. Exactly. So, um, okay. and I think it halves every four years or two. every two years, two years. Every Whereas, two years. It, it, it halves every year, but it halves every year, but it doesn't officially take until that second year. So right. I got it. Okay. You'll, you'll have double in year three mm-hmm. and then five and seven. Exactly. So I, I was hoping to to have some coins racked up before it halves, but I don't know if these miners will get here in time yeah. for August. If it's if it's twelve to twenty weeks, it's, number one, it's a long range. Yeah, but yeah, it is a long range. Even in in, in the tw- even if it was exactly twelve weeks, you know, that's I mean, August is not that far away. Yeah. So have um, you seen how how much some of them are going for on eBay? Yeah, <laughs> like tons, like people that have them in hand right now. Like, yeah. hey, do you want to buy this right now? Like way overpriced yeah like five i saw one for like eight grand yeah like five between five and ten even wow. higher and i'm like this thing was 450 dollars. <laughs> and yeah granted i have to take a long time but it's coming directly i bought it directly from the manufacturer it's yours yeah i already paid for it it's mine i'm getting two i'm gonna i told my buddy i'm like hey once i recuperate the whatever it costed me i'll give you a little cut for sticking it in your house for me he's gonna want a bigger cut I know him. <laughs> he's like what mine are you leaving anything here with me <laughs> <laughs> i already told him about it i know but I'm like, I'm like, hey man, this doesn't take up any electricity. Matter of fact, I'll just tell him he I don't he doesn't have to pay me for him using my Netflix anymore. <laughs> there you go. There's your cut. There's your cut. I think he uses my Netflix and my HBO. And wait until he finds out that he can look and see how much you're making. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's like, wait, he's like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> this one is making a lot of money. <laughs> Let's renegotiate. He's <laughs> gonna renegotiate that contract with you. So uh, I'm excited to because this is a cool concept. This whole proof of coverage thing. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not. It and, and it's like the only one I've seen that's around right now. Yeah. There's nothing like that. So yeah. it's really cool. You're uh, doing it? It's, uh, it's inexpensive in terms of getting the miner for it. It's also a good coin just to invest in. It seems like it's going up. Everyone's saying that it's going to hit a hundred bucks very soon. Right now yeah. it's at 15. Um, so I might even throw money in it just as a coin because it's yeah. on Binance. You can trade it. So I don't know. It's uh, I think it's a cool thing to, to see how this is going to shake out. And um, it's like a global thing. I mean, you got these things all over the place. Yep. So pretty sweet. Look yeah. into it if you're interested in something a little bit different in terms of crypto. Yeah, I was thinking about it, throwing one at my brother's house and one at my dad's. But yeah, my brother's kind of stingy. So. <laughs> I think, but there's, I don't know how, because I was looking at your brother's address too. And I think there's miners too close. Yeah. Because I was looking at it. I don't it. think they're 
a thousand feet close, but I have to read. Yeah, we'll have re-check. to we'll have to read because there's a couple other sites where it'll tell you, yeah. uh, you know, if it'll if it'll actually be profitable. Um, but I don't know. I think you could probably. I mean, if you had one at your place, yeah. which is you're further away, but not that far. Yeah, there's nothing in between, like here and you. Yeah. Like, be, like there's, there's, I think the, there's one over the state line. Yeah, but not in, too too close to me. Yeah. I've, there's also businesses that go. Uh, all over and put these the helium miners in places like they'll go to like local like small businesses and say hey do you mind if i stick this in here and we'll pay you this much money Mm -hmm. and they'll like rent a little space so that way they can fill holes where the where there isn't a miner and then they put one and it creates a network and they make more money oh and they'll cut deals with whomever so like i can go to like you know the barbershop here in the neighborhood and say hey man i'm gonna stick this here you cool with that and i'll give you x amount of dollars every month for leaving it in here leave it running and connected to your Wi-Fi network, so and you know, I mean, I'll talk to my barber about it. Like, hey man, you want me to stick one of these things here? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he, he does own the building. He does own the entire yeah. building. Yeah. yeah, stick a big stick old antenna on top. <laughs> like, yeah. I just stick a big old thing right here. I would hate to live downtown though. You see all the saturation. Downtown. Oh man, I was looking at the downtown area. Packed. There's so many. There's so many in the city. So again, if you're too close, both of you are essentially sharing that. So like, so like if say like I had my neighbor across the street had one, uh, we would be kind of making our two miners would be making the same as if it was just Just one. one. So you'd be diluting it. So yeah, you're just diluting it. It has to be further away. So that's why I couldn't like, you know, like I couldn't put one at Britney's because she's only two houses Mm -hmm. down. I mean, it's what, 50 feet less, probably less than that even. So you'd be making the same amount of money. Exactly. It would be no point. It would be worth, it would be pointless. So uh, it's, you have to be really strategic on where you put these things if you're trying to build a little network. What's a good concept though, because it's it's kind of like working on the premise of IoT, yeah. Internet of Things, and exactly. Stuff. I mean, that's that is going to be the future's mm-hmm. Internet of Things. So and I just like that it's low powered, man. It's yeah. it is. Good. We we're talking just the whole thing about how the reason why Elon doesn't want to do this, as far as accepting it, is it, it does use a lot of you know a lot of juice, and these things don't use any. But Elon's kind of full of it on the power consumption <laughs> thing. I mean, yeah. I like the dude, and I'm 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 oh. very happy with all the things that he's done with Tesla and SpaceX, and yeah. But I mean. How much power does it cost to to extract lithium from the earth? Right. I mean, probably a lot. You know, I mean, we're not gonna we're gonna use energy. It's regardless. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not gonna be green until we can uh, harness the power of the sun. Right. Yeah. I I agree. I agree. There's no way to not. There's more and more people every day, and power consumption just goes up regardless of what you're doing. Yeah. Just even just you're just watching TV. I mean, even, they even talked about how the amount of uh, energy it takes for someone to watch Netflix. Because of the, yeah. all of the the data, mm-hmm. of the, all of the data servers, they require so much energy just so that you can stream a movie. Yeah, and all the network traffic exactly going through all. Yeah, I mean it's. But but do you really think that was his decision? No, I don't. I, mean, I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. Who knows? So. I mean, he did a one eighty in, in in a short time frame. It, it, I, I think he. There's he, more behind that. I mean, I think he. I think he did the Bitcoin thing just so he can get enough money so that he can store it away because he's not going to sell that Bitcoin that he right. has or the Tesla has. I mean, it could be lots it's, of reasons why. I mean, is it because now is he trying to remove any possible barriers to getting, you know, any cover, you know, those um, incentives because right. you're, you know, your car's energy efficient? I don't. There could be other influences he's getting from sure. his board of directors. Yeah. That, you know, right, and it could be it could, it could even be like political pressure. It could be like right. a government saying like, "Hey, man, this is," you know, what I mean, there's so much stuff that yeah. you don't know because behind the scenes, you know. You don't I don't know. think he's woke up one morning. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree. It's, there's that. There's probably a lot more than one. I mean, he's an eccentric kind of person. You know, but he's the face of the company, but, so he has to take the heat. I mean, he has to be the one that says it and yeah, that makes gets sense the too. punches. But I don't think it's yeah. really. He so, woke up one day and said, "I changed my mind." Yeah, we're not doing this anymore, and here's why. Like, okay, 
anyway. Um, anyway, yeah. let's move on to this. Uh, it's right to repair. Tell me about right to repair, Juan. I don't know anything about it. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> right that? to repair what? My car? Uh, anything, I guess. Anything? I guess your phone, right? We can, talk, we can start with, with the phone, right? I mean, I guess that's going to be the biggest one that impacts a, a, your, a normal person. Well, your phone uh, and your tablet or your laptop. Electronics in yeah, general, anything, I guess. Yeah, right? any, your everyday use. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I guess what Apple can't say, oh, you can't have anybody else repair this phone but us. Basically. Is you know basically what it is, and it's also you know it also goes across other uh, industries, yeah. uh, even like agricultural, because John Deere is also another company that is like Apple, where they don't want anyone repairing things yeah, outs- I, I aside from them. I wasn't aware of the John Deere. Kind of like blew my mind. Yeah, which is because I mean, which kind of makes sense. They're a very big brand yeah. in that industry, right? And so it's like you know, yeah. And some things could be for safety reasons, you know, like an autonomous vehicle. I mean, sure. do you want someone just fixing a vehicle? Let's say I don't want to. Name name a brand, but let's say you know one of your big autonomous vehicles. Mm-hmm. Someone fixes it incorrectly, and now that autopilot no longer functions the right yeah. way, and you're putting lives in danger. Mm-hmm. There yeah. is there is there are some some arguments there in terms of safety, even for phones, right? Because right? you can puncture, it can catch you, on fire. You can puncture a battery; it'll explode. It can catch on fire. It can burn you, burn your whole house down, all because you were trying to fix something. So there are some semi legitimate arguments there, but at the same time, it's still yeah. I think, yeah, I mean, it's the complexity of technology nowadays. Hey, right. That's exactly what it is. I mean, like 20 years ago, my Walkman, I could have repaired it myself. No problem. You go to Radio Shack and buy little yeah. the little pieces and buy, solder yourself. Yeah, exactly right. Even All you had to do was know how to solder, kind of, right? And yeah. then you can just, you can fix almost anything. And I mean, we did that without YouTube videos. Too. Yeah, we just figured it out. We just opened it up and like, okay, how did you kind of reverse engineered yeah. it. Because oh, you get one that works, yeah. open up one that works, and one that doesn't, how, does yeah. it, how do I like, make it like that? Exactly. So, I'm now, really, yeah. so now it's like, okay, well, am I, do I feel comfortable opening up my iPhone to replace the screen or the battery? <laughs> Where do you right? start, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> Where do I start? Even, even if I did have a YouTube video, I still wouldn't feel comfortable doing it. Right. Yeah. Only because of the cost. And, you know, okay, if I yeah. if I mess this up, I can't go to the Apple store and say, uh, excuse me, <laughs> <laughs> can you fix this? No. Thousand dollars, please. Yeah. How about, how about I sell you a new one? <laughs> Um, but that is the, the argument there is it's, this stuff is complicated. It's not like I used to be able to crack open the VCR and figure out why it wasn't working because it's very simple mechanics in there. Like yeah. this turns this and if it's not working, you can see why and either yeah. fix it or repair it or replace it or whatever the case was. It's pretty simple. You didn't have to be like an engineer to do it. And now, I mean, yeah, it's stuff's complex in there, man. It's just, just to fit it all together is complex. Like but, these things are tiny. But I don't think the average consumer understands the uh, right to repair. I think that, and it all started with the enclosure of the battery. Uh-huh. Because it's like, well, why I can't change my battery now? Or I can't have another spare battery? I think the average consumer thinks, well, I should be able to fix my phone or sure, no. like myself, not be able to take it to a third party and try to get it repaired. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it, it, it is complicated because of that, because it's not like it's illegal for you to fix your own stuff. Mm-hmm. Like if I crack open my phone and try to fix the screen because it broke, like, like the feds are going to bust in here and say, hey, what are you doing? That's illegal. No, yeah. it's not illegal. It's just that there's essentially a, a massive like gatekeeping that happens by the manufacturers where they control the parts and they make them very expensive and they say only we can do it. Or, or if a third party is going to do it, we're going to make them go through ridiculous standards and to our, be certified yeah. to fix our products. So as we use Apple as an example, 
we talked about John Deere as well. They do the same thing where if you want to be part of their repair program, official repair program, where I say I own a shop, right? Carlos's repair, the donut repair shop. Mm -hmm. And they come in here and say, I got a broken MacBook. Can you fix it for me? Absolutely. Do my, I got my thing, but I have to follow all of Apple's guidelines yep. and they, I'm, I'm subject to and they audit. Yeah. Random inspections, mm -hmm. uh, audits, all kinds of stuff. Like I, there's so many, so much red tape and you can and, find, and you can get fined for any little thing. So it's actually, uh, cause I think you even, if you, if you're in that program, you can't even have other things that could potentially fix other stuff that has nothing to do with Apple, uh, in the same place. So like I, it might cause me to not be able to fix like, you know, a, a galaxies or something. Yeah. Or like a regular windows laptop or mm -hmm. anything else. So for a lot of repair places, it's not even worth it for their business to try to do it. So it's just like, it's kind of a whole mess between people trying to like companies trying to offer some kind of repair service uh, versus Apple doing it themselves. So, and I'm assuming if you're like a really big place, you pro like, like you break iFix, for example, yeah, which yeah, is a yeah. massive company they're, they're, they're in, you know, they work like they work directly with like, uh, companies like Asurion, which pretty much every wireless carrier in the U S uses Asurion as their mobile insurance company mm -hmm. or whatever. And they'll use, uh, you break iFix to fix stuff. Like say I break my phone, I make a claim. I can take it to you, break iFix. They'll fix it the same day and only cost like 30 bucks. Yeah. It's nothing. So companies like that, it's different because they're already very big and yeah. they probably have different agreements. But for anybody else, it's it's impossible and not even worth it because yeah. it's expensive to do it, to get the parts and to get the the official blessing from from the Apple gods and all that. So Dan, yeah, it's funny you say that because, you know, there's other situations which we'll get into in a minute about, you know, you have franchises that work with specific companies like a McDonald's and a Taylor. And yeah. Exactly. You right. have to go with them. You have to go. There is no deviation. You have to do this and this only, and that's it. So do you think they use the the image of it's for your safety and not and over and realizing themselves that it's just for profits for them? I don't know. I mean, I, I'm gonna say that it's probably both. a little bit of both, but I would say it's more profits. These are businesses. They're yeah, not they're yeah. not they're not here to not make money. That's literally what they do. So it's yeah, it's it's definitely for profits, but yeah. there is some element of safety because if my but, if I go and do my own phone and it blows up, what's gonna be in the news? Yeah. Oh, but not that's, that Danny fixed the phone, it's yeah. Apple phone blew up. And that's also the point. Even the safety is still for profits because it's safety hurts them. It, like if you if you get blown up by one of their products, that makes you look bad which also hurts your profits. Right. So technically, yes, it's 100% about profits, even the safety elements of it, because it's not about protecting you, it's about protecting them. So, mm -hmm. you know, and it's just, that's just the way it is, unfortunately. Well, it's like when, remember <clears throat> when those Samsungs were catching on fire because yeah. they were using those bad cords or they were using some kind of... Yeah, where the batteries were just literally blown up in people's pockets. It was at the Note 7, I believe it yeah. was. It was a literal bomb, man. You could even fly with it. Remember yeah. that? You're like, you can't even bring that on a, on a plane, dude. I'm like, dude, this is real bad. Like, you can't even get on a plane with this, with this phone. It's going to explode. It's crazy. Uh, so, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting topic. Uh, you can definitely buy your own parts on Amazon and fix your phone if you want. Uh, but, you know, you're, you're not going to be using official parts because you can't buy an officially Apple product, like an mm. Apple made well i mean yeah. apple doesn't make it themselves like say like a, a samsung display because that's what goes into the iphones you can't just pick one of those up like apple controls all of that that yeah. that flow of, of of parts goes through them they control all of it so you can't just get one unless they say so so if you're going to get one yourself you're getting a bootleg one yeah you're, I mean, you're, you're putting a third party you're putting one. a third party one it's essentially a replicant of it you know 
Yeah, and, and Apple's even gone the extra step of warning you yeah. if you get a bad one or a third-party one, your screen or your iOS will warn you. Hey, yeah. You don't like, have a- oh, this isn't a real part yeah. because the board knows it's going to scan. It's like, hold on, wait a minute. This is explode. And then a little countdown starts. <laughs> Run, 10 seconds. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> so, um, so, so, yeah, so so the whole the right to repair uh, legislation is is pretty much trying to do away with all of that all of the whole gatekeeping that these companies do where they say uh, only we can fix it or only the people we say can fix it can fix it. And the people that we say can fix it have to go through these ridiculous regulations to, to, to even be certified to do so. So it's just, it's, it's kind of, it, it's set up so that you don't want to do it. Yeah. Which again, which is successful because most people are like, I'm not doing that. Forget it. It's not even worth it. Yeah, and then you just buy Apple care and then you end up buying Apple care or you're going through one of these other, I'm pretty sure like the only genuine options you have is going through apple care or you have uh something with a on and you use you break ifix in this in this country anyway because yeah. that's pretty much all you have here it's like the majority of the market is just that so doesn't leave you with a lot of options as a, as a consumer and again you trying to do it yourself you can but you're not going to be using real parts because you can't get them so that's kind of the choice you have to make is well you pay extra to do it officially through them or you do it yourself and you use bootleg parts that may make your phone explode. <laughs> so who knows? You're throwing in aftermarket batteries and stuff like that. I don't know. And then you have the environmental element to it where you're like, why wouldn't you want people to fix their own stuff? It, it makes their products last longer, less e-waste, so on and so forth. Because well, you got to get that new iPhone 13. This yeah, year. exactly right. Got to get it. So... <laughs> It's 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 a weird it's a weird tricky thing it's uh it, it is so I don't yeah I don't think there's a real good answer to it or solution I agree I I, I don't think there is I don't I'm, know if we like, I mean I'm sure there there will be eventually but uh, I don't think it's anytime soon I don't think this is anything that will uh, that will change for the better anyway anytime soon too yeah, many I mean, big, too many you, big companies involved yeah I mean but if you think about it too if you spend a thousand dollars on a phone you do want it repaired properly. Yeah, that is true too. Parts. That is also that is the other also side of it. Like, like even my me personally, that's why I also have uh, Apple Care because if something breaks, I do want to be I do want it to be fixed with real parts. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I would love to also have that option and not have to pay so much through Apple. I can go through an independently owned entity that can do it for me for less money mm-hmm. and still have the same quality of repair. Yeah. So again, that's the other, that's the benefit of, to the consumer is you can get the same level of quality just from someone else for less money. Yeah. Cause you mean you, you are paying Apple care. Yeah. But you still got to pay another fee right. if something breaks, mm-hmm. which so is fairly inexpensive to be fair. Yeah. I mean like a, a, a broken screen is only $29 to fix. It's not a ton of money, but yeah, the Apple care itself is expensive. Yeah. It's a couple hundred bucks on top of the, what the phone already costs. So yeah, it's not cheap. I've just wondered why they've never baked that price into to the phone itself. Yeah, it's like yeah, I don't know. I mean, you're making profit on the phone. Why don't just you just bake in that price of hey, you get one claim maybe a year if something happens to it. Yeah, that probably comes from the. I would imagine that would be lobbied against by all of the mobile um, yeah. insurance companies, like Asurion, for example. Yeah. Because now, why would you buy their product if this one already comes with coverage for free included? Yeah. So. I'm sure that's probably what it is too. Damn insurance companies. Yeah, man. Insurance is just, just is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what it is. Car, car insurance, electronics yeah. insurance, it don't matter. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so yeah. So that's right to repair in a nutshell, so to speak. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a complicated. It is. It's not anything simple. So 
forgive us if that sounded really complicated because it is. Yeah. And you can <laughs> go really, watch it really watch um what's his face's Yeah, video watch too. MKBHD's video. This is kind of where this in, uh this topic sparked was from his video. Uh, MKBHD did a good comparison about right to repair and it was more informative, I think. So, yeah. um but speaking of really cool stuff, uh this uh typing with brain implants. Wow. What do you think about that? Man, wish I had that before. <laughs> <laughs> Just Think of my homework assignment. So you, could pass, so you could pass typing class? <laughs> no, just like write a paper. Do you remember when we took typing class? Yeah. I took that in high school. Mm-hmm. How cool. <laughs> I don't remember what my, my words per minute were, but I don't know. I think I, mine was like I had to get an A in the class. I think mine was like in the 60s somewhere. Yeah. When I took mine, I took mine when I was at the other school in Wisconsin. And, uh, yeah, nice. they, they took the, um, the letters off the keyboard. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> I just, I just remember like huh? fingers on the home row. <laughs> yeah. And then you just go from there. I'm like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> yeah, you just go from there. But then, yeah, then. So they, I, remember, they, I remember before that. I, I was already a pretty quick typer, but I was a, a, a just a touch, just a, you know, two finger. Mm-hmm. And I was real quick with that. I was like, yeah. ah, I got this. But then I tried to learn. I had to unlearn that and then relearn the real typing. Uh-huh. Uh, but anyway, you can also, well, maybe not right now, but neural implant lets a paralyzed person type by imagining writing. Oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. That is some futuristic stuff. So here's what happened. So they put some uh, electrodes, and I believe they did use uh, the Neuralink, which is Elon's thing. Yeah. This wasn't done by them. This was done by an academic community because they're they're running tests on this stuff. And so basically, they put this. Uh, they put these electrodes uh, in this guy's brain, and he just imagines writing with a pen and paper, like in his mind. He just like he's imagining, like he's handwriting mm-hmm. something, and the algorithm takes that information and translates it to typing and he was able to type 90 words a minute with 99 percent accuracy by imagining that he's handwriting that's crazy wow that nuts can you <clears throat> stop and just think of that for a second yeah i mean it's <laughs> like, this is crazy <laughs> just don't think of any swear words while someone's watching your screen <laughs> man isn't that it's just it's insane wow. that that's amazing you can be that accurate 99 words a minute that's really wow. fast do you have to train your well, wait? I mean, it's not just think. I mean, you have to train the way you think so you can. I don't know. That's the other thing too. You, I mean, I don't think just thinking of the word it pops up. I mean, I think there's a way you have to. Well, it's probably using his the, his brain waves to decipher yeah. the words. Yeah, because I'm trying to envision think, a word as a picture, yeah, and then I'm, that picture just stimulates something. I'm trying to remember how did Stephen Hawking's thing use work? Didn't he use? I could. Did he uses. I don't remember. I don't know how his work. I either. thought he used eye movement. Yeah, or was that yeah, the beginning? I, I don't know. It's both. I think control by his move. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not sure how his work, but yeah, this yeah, is. I think it was like eye movement with the cursor. Yeah. yeah, this is nuts, man. Yeah, that is that is amazing. It's pretty impressive stuff. So they, again, I think they was like it was like 200 different electrodes uh, in his in his head, and he's again just imagines handwriting a letter, and it just the, the algorithm takes that those brain waves, mm-hmm. uh, translates them, and then puts them into text, and it's 99 percent accurate. Yeah. That's insane. That's probably more accurate than if you're typing yourself. One hundred. Yeah. Are you kidding me? If 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 I'm trying to go 99 words a minute, which I can probably hit, I type pretty well, but I'll make a ton of mistakes. Are you at that speed? Yeah, I'll be like probably 78 percent punctuation. Accurate. will be all messed. Up no too. punctuation whatsoever. <laughs> all caps. Run on sentences. No Why do you send me this text in all caps? No commas. None of that. So I mean, even using text to speech isn't that accurate. No. You know what I mean? Like just texting in my phone. Like I, I all the even time. Even autocorrect I, is messed yeah. up. So it's just really, really impressive. I thought that's that, that, yeah, and that's all it is. To, I mean, here there isn't anything else to it, but it's just this is obviously all early stuff. I mean, obviously this guy had a bunch of stuff sticking out of his head. Yeah. It's not like it's something that's practical to use, but the fact that they could do this is insane. What about drawing? If he's 
imagining an image does it yeah. draw on the screen i mean i mean that's it uh, could be that's a whole different topic but that'd be interesting to see if you right can like how how well could it translate because you'd have to image. rely on the computer to translate that thought for you that image so yeah it, i don't even think it's a problem of you thinking of it is is can the computer understand it and translate it into something yeah because it's, it's now you're thinking of colors exactly and how are you going to mm -hmm. so that's a that's a whole other ball it's it's more it comes down to to reading brain waves and then having an algorithm that can translate it and so now you could really see what someone's thinking yeah which is terrifying i want to see what you're thinking do you okay i don't know about that <laughs> yeah it's like that movie that chaos walking i told you guys about yeah. that movie right yeah that movie's nuts nuts you can see people's thoughts like literally see them weird movie check it out um but yeah that's uh, the, that's it maybe a, a brain implants coming to a, a skull near you i don't know <laughs> maybe <laughs> well, i mean that the future of it is is very promising definitely very it, cool it's it, i think it needs to be handled in the right way oh yeah so oh, that's basically yeah yeah the ethics of it you don't want people you don't want to be testing on people that are against their will and things like that. And, uh, and then also using, using it maliciously to get into people's minds and, you know, looking yeah. at your thoughts and stuff like that. I'm going to learn your phrase for your Bitcoin. Yeah. Right. Then you can, you know, people's personal information is very sensitive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It could be financial. It could be something else. Mix that with AI and yeah, wow. exactly. Man. Future man. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> you can just think about working and it's done and then you make money. Uh, right. <laughs> Think about mining. Just think about work. Okay. Like, I had oh, a full day. Check my account. Oh, man, I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> my brain hurts. I'm going to take a nap. Unbelievable. Uh, all right. Let's get into uh, let's get into the Bad Batch. All right. So this is, uh, uh, we're going to do a quick review of episodes one through three of Star Wars The Bad Batch, which is a new animated series on Disney Plus. And it's awesome so far. But mm -hmm. we are going to get into some spoilers. So uh, if you haven't seen anything yet. Feel free to skip ahead or pause here and go watch it and come back. Yeah, do um, that. Do that. Yeah, do that. Because you should come back and listen. Uh, but we won't get into super, super duper like WandaVision type details here. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went kind of deep on that. Uh, but overall, what do you think so far? I like it. Three episodes in. So. I like it having not watched Clone Wars and right. Rebels. That's a good point that you don't need to. Because yeah. now if you have seen it, it makes more sense. Yeah, especially if you yeah. watch the last season, right? Because Order, Order 66, yeah. this is happening at the same time. A different perspective of, of mm -hmm. what you would have seen. Kind of like parallel with that. Like kind season. of right toward the end. There's also there's also characters too that yeah. kind of crossover. So, mm -hmm. um, so really watch, cool. watch the last season. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. And the same thing with Rebels too. If you, I mean, there's just there's just good shows anyway. So you should just watch them because they're great. But mm -hmm. if you haven't, you can still enjoy this and not have to. Yeah. You know, they kind of. I think they're doing a good job of not making it super important, but it does add to it. Just like Mandalorian. Like, you can watch Mandalorian without ever have seen anything Star Wars. It stands on its However, own really well. However, if you know Star Wars, there's little things in there where you're like, oh, mm -hmm. that's cool. Oh, I know what that mm -hmm. is. It, it's not necessarily super important to the story itself, but it helps build the world for you. It's really cool how I did that. You're right. You're absolutely yeah, right. It stands on its own. It You'll appreciate it more if you know Star Wars. So this is kind of the same thing where it, it, the world will be bigger if you know uh, Clone Wars and Rebels, uh, but it does still stand on its own. It's pretty cool. And even the Sith, right? The branch of the Sith. Yeah. Because it kind of goes into it. Okay. Right, yeah. So so like you just said, Danny, episode one, it pretty much picks up almost right where Clone Wars ends, and we immediately see Order 66. So if you're not familiar with Star Wars, number one, what's wrong with you? Number <laughs> it's two. a very sad moment. It's a very sad moment, Order 66. It is. So Order 66 is when all of the clone troopers turn on the Jedi, and they essentially shoot them before clone troopers and Jedi were fighting on the same side. 
And then they all turned because they're all programmed. They all have little chips inside and the emperor flipped it, turned them all on. They killed all the Jedi. So that's order 66. So we see that immediately. It's like the first five minutes. Um, and we've seen order 66 happen uh, in other things. Like it happens in, in, uh, the last Jedi, the video game. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. The last Jedi. Um, the, the, what's, what's the game called? Oh, the one about the, um, yeah. The Jedi came Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so Jedi Fallen Order, we also see it in there too. There's a flashback scene in that game mm-hmm. where you see, like you, you, the main character, you flash back to when you're a young Padawan and your his master gets killed and all that stuff. So we see it there too. We've seen it in a few other in a few other uh, pieces of media, uh, and then we see it again here too. And it was a pretty good representation of. But it does happen in, in the Clone Wars too, right? In the movie yeah. itself. Oh, oh, oh movie. yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about yeah, yeah, Clone Wars. Yeah. We, see okay. it in the, we see it in the, the movie, last season obviously. Of, okay. The last season of... Uh, but yeah, in the animated show, we see it and also in episode two. Um, or is it in episode, episode three? Is it, what? The, the When we see Order 66. That's... That's episode three, right? Of the series? Of No, no. Oh, the, 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 the actual movie, episode three. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah, when we yeah. see it in live action. Yeah. Got it. I know it's confusing. Sorry. Just throwing stuff at me. <laughs> gotta be quick man uh so uh we meet the bad batch which are uh five members of clone force 99 is what they're called and they are hunter which is the leader crosshair record tech and echo pretty cool dudes oh, they're yeah. all they're all clones but they all look totally different because they all have their own yep. uh, personalities and um we learn more that they're they're they're, gen- they're genetically mutated clones uh which is why they're all different they can't be controlled and they're, they're not mutated like x-men mutated but uh, they're created for a specific purpose and they're enhanced they're almost like space super soldiers yeah. so to speak and they look nothing like jingle fed yeah they, right exactly so they don't look like well they do technically but since they all have their own personalities yeah. and they take on different physical traits like their hair is different mm-hmm. and some of them have are some of them are bigger like it, they're just they look different they all have uniqueness to them yeah i think the only one that really makes me think of uh jango is uh crosshair Right, yeah, he does kind of look a little bit more like him because he's got the shaved head and he's, yeah. you know, he doesn't, he, like everyone else is, like Hunter has like a mullet and mm-hmm. he's got this crazy yeah. paint thing on his face. Like he looks very different. Uh, Wrecker's a big old buff dude, looks mm-hmm. like the Hulk. So they're all very, very different. Um, but yeah, they're, it's a p- pretty cool group of uh, of, of people mm-hmm. here, right? And they're all just, you know, that's why they're called the Bad Batch because they're modified and they can't be controlled like other ones. Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, now, it is, it is worth pointing out, too, that Tech, who is one of them, is technically not enhanced. He's considered a normie because he's not he doesn't have he's not like modified in any way. But he has been modified with cybernetics over the years. He's been like repaired and things like that. And that's why he is different. Mm-hmm. But biologically, he's not like them. He's essentially a normal clone. But he's been like yeah. souped up with robot parts. And, uh, and he's pretty cool. He's got like little scanners little built scanner, in and yeah. stuff like he's pretty dope. Um, really cool too in the, in the episode, episode one, by the way, it's like a little movie. It's like an hour and 10, 10 minutes, minutes. So it's pretty long. And, uh, we get to meet Caleb doom right away, yep. which is a he's a little young Padawan and he becomes, uh, Kanan Jarrus in rebels. So again, if you've seen rebels and you see that character, you know exactly who it is. Mm. You're like, Oh, that's, that's, that's Kanan. And in rebels, he's voiced by Freddie Prince jr. And in this show, it's still him. Oh, is it really? Uh, voicing his younger self, oh, okay. which, oh, nice. was, which was cool. So yeah, it's yeah. still Freddie Prince. They, they brought him in just for that episode. I don't know if we'll see him again because he did escape, obviously. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if we'll see him come back in this series. I hope we do. But he, th- that character has its own has his own comic line too. It's called The Last Padawan. And it's about him and his, obviously his master gets killed in Order 66. He runs away. He eventually becomes Kanan Jarrus and 
rebels and all that stuff happens. But there's a whole comic series in between all of that called The Last Padawan. I've never read it, but I heard it's really, really good. Mm. But uh, it's cool to see him. And it's it's nice that Freddie Prinze actually voiced yeah. him because it's like, this is, it's a kid version of him, but mm-hmm. somehow he still was able to, I don't know if he did anything with his voice or if they just it's probably computer changed the pitch a little bit, but it was him doing it, which is cool. Um, and so again, we see Caleb's master gets killed by the clone, by the clone troopers. And when this is all happening, uh, the Bad Batch, they're like, what the hell's going on? Because they're not the one, they're not <laughs> they, getting they that get order. They're not yeah. getting that programming to make them start killing all the Jedi. And uh, that was kind of interesting where they're just like, you know, what, what's happening here? Like, mm-hmm. why are we, like, why are they turning on them? Except for uh, we see uh, Crosshair a little bit was yeah. like kind of trying to take the, to, to fulfill the order because we think that his chip might not be uh, broken like the rest. It, yeah, I don't think it's, it's not a hundred percent right because he he was just kind of confused he was confused about it but he was still trying to follow orders exactly right he was still still being like doing what he's being told yeah like he his chip wasn't really telling him to do it but Mm -hmm. he was still i'm a soldier and i still have to follow these orders exactly right even though i haven't been physically or mentally told to do right right and so we think right i think that it's going to end up popping up that his chip doesn't work just like anyone else's and he's just a really bad dude yeah and he's just going to turn out to like, I just, I want to do these terrible things because I'm a bad person. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think that might be the twist because right now they're painting the picture of Crosshair because he's, he's going to, spoiler alert, obviously, he's going to kind of betray the rest of them and go back to the Empire and be under their control. And they're making it seem like his chip is still kind of working and yeah. they enhanced it to make it even more powerful mm-hmm. so they can control him more. Uh, but I think, and they're trying to like kind of save him. Like, hey, let's fix his chip get him back but i think they're gonna find out that no this guy's been a bad dude the whole time he's, he's just he's just ter- terrible oh well, yeah i mean you after, know war criminal after the episode three with the oh Sun yeah we'll, we'll, people. we'll get to that because that was brutal <laughs> holy moly man um but then we meet omega so omega's a really cool character we don't know exactly who she is but she is a, a clone and uh she's young so i don't know if she has like the growth modification like all the clones do where they age really quickly Mm. um or if she is normal where she ages normal right um kind of like 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 boba fett like boba fett was is also a clone but he was unmodified in terms of growth and he grew up like a normal person would Mm. so i don't know about omega if she has that if she's growing normal or if she's in uh has some kind of sped up aging what do you think you think she's gonna stay a kid or she's gonna turn into an adult during the series I yeah i think she'll, she'll be a kid, a kid the rest of the series yeah. but then yeah because this series could take place in a very short amount of time we yeah. don't know what the what the, the whole span of, of this of this season is going to be mm-hmm. but maybe like a season two type of deal will she come back teenager and then full-blown adult i don't know and then we'll know more of more what she's of who she is right yeah so the running because the running theory is that she is a force sensitive clone that possibly was created under palpatine's order under the emperor's order by the cloners the from from the people from camino which we see in in the, in, it, the in the movie that is a uh, uh, palpatine clone i don't know if it's a clone of him but i because because i think it would just be a, a modified clone that they may and say hey do do whatever you need to do to make a clone that is somehow force sensitive right which probably is going to go back to that you know you can't make someone force sensitive they have to just have it yeah so i don't know but that's kind of the theory what do you think about that you think she could be I think so. I mean, yeah, it's, I was I was kind of thinking the same thing. Um, 
Because we even see her later in this episode fire a blaster and she's like really accurate. Yeah. So at the very least, she has some kind of enhancements. Maybe she's not force sensitive, but something because she picked up a, she's a sheltered child she knows nothing about nothing like she just lives here but and she just knows things automatically that's what that's what, that's what gives it yeah she, she kn- just knows like she has abilities like she just like again she picked up that gun right like, when they were trying to escape later on and she, boom she's just shooting like mm-hmm. you know and she was being really accurate with her shots so she's got something going that's on. why it's yeah so yeah to your point uh but pretty much this whole episode uh was um Pretty much like a small movie, like I said, and it just kind of set up to show you Order 66. We meet the Bad Batch. We learn about uh, all the members. Crosshair turns on them uh, because, you know, his inhibitor chip in his head is still kind of properly working. So we're led to believe at the moment. And um, he's still essentially under the control of uh, of the Empire. So that's pretty much episode one in a nutshell. And then they escape because they get captured because they're like, hey, these people are rebelling. And so they escape the other four and Omega, they all leave. Yeah. I liked it that we got to see Camino again. Yeah. It's like, cool. Like what was going on? The whole water planet and all that. And yeah. yeah. So that was kind of cool to see. We see Camino in live action in um, Attack of the Clones episode two, when Obi-Wan first goes to Camino mm-hmm. to find out what the hell's going on there. And that's when they find out the existence of the clone army in the first place. Yeah. So pretty cool. Uh, then we get to episode two. Again, the rest of the episodes are shorter now. So yeah. after that, after that first one, 25 minutes 30 20, minutes 30, yeah. so and they're that, quick yeah they're they are they're really fast which is that's how all of the like rebels was the same way uh clone wars is the same way so they're all really short um which is cool they're just little little bite-sized episodes um <clears throat> episode two we get some another character from the clone wars so the they head over to a, a, a planet called sulakami i'm probably saying that wrong uh, and it looks like a desert planet like a farming slash desert planet uh, Echo is like super excited about, um, not Echo, um, Omega. Omega. She's super excited about the dirt and the sand because yeah. she comes from a water planet. So she gets down and she's like, mm. what's this? And they're like, it's dirt. <laughs> she's, <laughs> like, like, she's like, they're Grogu, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Actually, I actually even had that here that between Hunter, the, 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 the main guy, the, mm-hmm. the, the leader of the Bad Batch and her, it's like a, it's like a Mandalorian baby Yoda thing yeah. going yeah. on. Cause she's, she, they're kind of stuck with her in the beginning where like, well, we got this kid here. But then the bond starts to kind of build, and you see that at the end of episode mm-hmm. three too. It's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, so they, they meet up with uh, with Cut, uh, who's a character. He's a, a clone from one of the episodes that you sent me. I actually watched it. I was like, oh, I know that guy. So he was a character we met back in the Clone Wars. He was a clone trooper that was shot down at some point, and instead of returning to the war, he met like a Twi'lek, and they got married and had started a family, mm-hmm. and he stayed there. And I remember that episode in Clone Wars was called the deserter because he was a guy that didn't go back to the war and he meets like captain rex in in the clone wars and he's like you're a deserter you left and he's like bro i got this family i'm not fighting a war anymore i'm not doing that <laughs> so and then he and then he kind of understood and even captain rex was like oh okay maybe this is better <laughs> you know <laughs> maybe this is a lot better uh but the cool thing about this episode is that uh because like they head into town and you start to see how everyday life is changing and it's transitioning from the republic to the empire yeah right and it's like everything's more militant now there's just there's clone troopers everywhere and we see everyone needs like special tracking numbers in order to travel almost like a like a like a personal identification type of thing Mm -hmm. and it's funny because they call it a chain code yeah and it made me think of like it's a blockchain blockchain. (laughs) (laughs) it's which we've already talked about in real life where's the where's that gas fee yeah so you have a little blockchain ID. <laughs> um, 
so yeah so there's you see the people they look scared like all this like it's just yeah, definitely not a happy time they're all under the empire's control now yeah and they don't even know that the empire's evil at this point yeah. they just know that there's no longer a war and now you have a galactic empire and there's just military people everywhere and no matter what that's always going to be a frightening thing right whether it's in a movie or in real life if there's just military everywhere like what the hell's going on here mm. so you can kind of see that here in this episode it was really interesting um so they're trying to get uh cuts family off of the planet so tech has to make some fake chain codes uh, for cutting his family to get him off the planet um it was a pretty cool episode i kind of yeah. like that they were the whole plan was they were going to let omega go with them mm -hmm. but then she ends up escaping to stay with the rest of the bad batch folks so she's yeah. I don't know if she's like drawn to them or she just wants to hang. I don't know what, what her, her plan is. What do you think? I, I think she's drawn to them. Like, I think she feels like she needs to, to be with them to help them in some right. way. Because they're also like all clones. You yeah. think it's that? Yeah. I mean, she obviously feels some kind of, kind of a connection to them. Yeah. I don't know. I thought that was really interesting. Cause she, cause she could have just left. Yeah. But then again, like they're strange. Well, so they're strangers to her too. They've only been together for like probably a day. Right. But I think to your point, yeah, there's well, some kind of connection. Yeah. But she's like, I don't know. From episode one, you can kind of tell like she's been studying them or like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, right. Like she, she, she knew a lot about yeah. why things are the way they are and all that stuff. So, yeah, because she obviously has been living with the cloners for her mm -hmm. entire life. So I think she's probably done a lot of studying. And like we said, she just happens to know things. So yeah. maybe she does have some kind of force ability or something like that. But uh, it was pretty cool. So she didn't, he, she didn't leave with the family. She goes back to them. There's a little shootout and then they leave. So that was nice. Mm-hmm. I like because I want that character to stay in there. Yeah. Um, a lot of times when there's a kid in a show, it kind of slows the story down, right? And in this case, it's not, not in this case. No, it's not that. And even like with with Grogu with Baby Yoda, it's not that. Like no. it's adding to the story exactly. Whereas sometimes if you have a kid, like a tag along kid character in in a movie or a show or whatever, it it becomes a hindrance on on everything else. But in this case, it's that's not the case at all with uh, with the Star Wars stuff. So that's been pretty cool. Yeah, I think that has to do with like. The way it's written. Oh, yeah. Portrayed. Absolutely. Well, yeah, because Grogu became the main, like, yeah. yeah. It's, like it's, the every, it's the Grogu show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the baby Yoda show. <laughs> so, so I thought it was about the Mandalorian. No, it's about Grogu. No, no, no. It's all about this little guy. <laughs> By the way, they they released a little robotic one that you can control oh, with nice. like a little wrist thing. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's awesome. That's awesome. I think I'm going to need it. <laughs> it's like an official Hasbro one, too. It looks really it. nice. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, speaking of, where's my little guy at? He's back here. A little mascot? Oh, okay. the, no, the, you're talking about the defective one. He's yeah. over here. He's behind me. Yeah. Oh, he's behind you. Okay. Yeah. For you not grabbing him, he's been there the entire time. There he is. He's feeling neglected. Man, Juan. You don't even care about your son. He's keeping the fish company. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so then we get to episode three, and uh, we see the start of clone troopers kind of trying to be mixed in with re and replaced with Imperial soldiers. Yeah, I never... That one kind of threw me for a loop because I never realized that... Well... Maybe I didn't go more deeper into mm -hmm. like the TV shows and the books and stuff like that. I never knew that like actually happened at some point. Yeah, because eventually they do. I mean, if you look at modern stuff, yeah. right? There's there are no clone stuff. Like like first order doesn't use yeah. uh, clone troopers, right? They use all soldiers. Like they take people as babies from their families mm -hmm. and raise them to be soldiers. And so you're starting to see that here, yeah. where I'm assuming it's it's probably like a major cost to the empire to keep making clones because they have to pay the, you know, people. But I was just it. surprised that it happened that soon. Like, it, we never saw that in the original trilogy. Oh, definitely not. But but I think this is probably where it started because, like, yeah. in this episode, they just show, like, oh, we're going to bring in one team yeah. to see, to see like, how well they work with the clones or whatever. 
Yeah, because in the original trilogy, it was just it was always yeah. well. That's what we suspected. It was always the clones, clones exactly. But yeah, so we don't really know. So I guess this is probably where it started here uh, in this particular timeline where the Empire is like, let's get away from these clones. Let's bring in our own soldiers Mm -hmm. and then we can start taking people as babies and make them our soldiers or whatever. Uh, There was also a theory, too, that that's also the reason why why the stormtroopers that are clones can't shoot is that's why they're inaccurate, because their their inhibitor chips are being controlled Mm -hmm. and it throws off their actual Mm. Uh, abilities to shoot oh, okay. and before that they didn't have any problem shooting because yeah. they weren't being like modified in that way they were just being soldiers and now that they're being controlled their aim goes out the window so <laughs> that's funny so i don't know because <laughs> yeah, in the original trilogy is a lot of missing right yeah but it, and it's but it's like when they you look at the prequels and when yeah. they're they're fighting on the side of the jedi they're, they're hitting stuff they're yeah. fine but it's like after order 66 then all of a sudden they can't hit anything it's a bug <laughs> so yeah it's a software bug it's a feature oh man so i thought that was kind of interesting like, oh maybe that's why they can't hit nothing yeah, that's a good theory though <laughs> yeah it is so like the chip is what it's what makes them miss <laughs> Uh, so that's kind of funny. Uh, so one thing interesting that happens here is uh, that uh, tech is trying to create some kind of scanner uh, that can detect the ability of their inhibitor chips. Because so, I guess they don't even uh, understand what they do or like their own mm-hmm. stuff that's inside their head. Uh, so they know more about their own abilities and they're possibly going to try to bring back Crosshair, who's under the, which yeah. we talked about. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think they're going to they're gonna find out uh, everything about their own chips and their own abilities. And then they're going to, somehow scan crosshair and be like oh this guy's a scumbag <laughs> never mind <laughs> this is through and through he's not wrong with his chip he's just he's just terrible he's just a mean guy he is just terrible uh but i think the biggest thing here though was we talked about a little bit ago where they send the real troop the 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 the, the, the empire soldiers mm-hmm. and crosshair to try to find saul guerrera and they get there and saul's already gone uh, but they find some refugees, like just civilians, and they're like, "Where's on Alderaan too?" Yeah, on Alderaan, it was cool. Yeah, like, "Where's you know, where's Saul?" He's like, "He's not here." And Crosshair just shoots one of one of the <laughs> one of the the civilians. He just pops. Them. I'm like, "What? This is a Disney animated show. Just killed this person in cold blood." I was expecting to see Forrest Whitaker looking. <laughs> cool, not at all. It's a young Saul. He's too young. Yeah, He's it's too a young. young Saul. That's why. We're gonna we'll get that later. <laughs> okay. Uh, but they could have made him look like a little bit like a young we, Force Because I think when we get Saul in Rebels, he looks like Force Whitaker. Yeah, yeah. That's why so that's pretty cool. <laughs> but anyway, um, even the even the the Empire soldiers were like, oh, hold on. We didn't sign up to be a death squad. Well, one of them. One of them what? It wasn't all of them. It was just, it was just one the one. Yeah. yeah but but one. even the other ones were, yeah, were hesitant. They, they would have listened to him. Yeah. He's like, hold on. We're not doing this. These are civilians. We can take them in. Question them. Things like that. And he and then Crosser just shoots this dude. <laughs> Pops him right in the chest, dead, <laughs> and and he tells the rest of them like good. So he says is a line: "Good soldiers follow orders." Yeah, and they kill these these civilians. I was I was like, wow, why wow, just kill these people? <laughs> like, on, Disney, was, on Disney Plus on on an animated Disney Plus on show. Friday night. <laughs> so um, yeah, so that kind of really shows that that's what that kind of is what made me think that. I don't think Crosshair is being controlled. I think he's just a terrible like mm-hmm. war criminal. Like that's what he is. So. I yeah. guess we'll find out more about it, but man, that was crazy. <laughs> I mean, but. do you think at some point that he tries to turn? Not, I mean, obviously he's going to turn on his friends and all that, but you think he's try to turn on um, what's his name? The Admiral's name? I'm skipping. Oh, uh, Thrawn. I'm um, Thrawn. Um, I was going to say Grand Admiral Thrawn. Um, <laughs> damn it! Why is it escaping me? I know. <laughs> uh, Tarkin. Tarkin. Yeah. You think he tries to? I mean, 
turn on them too. Like they they try to con- like you said, he's not controllable, and they still try to control him, and he tries to turn on. Exactly right. It could it, it could be now. Here's the thing too that so because because one of the things about the storytelling that I've seen so far is that it's got well, it's got a lot of like political commentary in it, and they're it's structured really well the the, the story so far what they've been telling. Because first, you know, they show how like governments have the ability to manipulate people. So they kind of turn on themselves as opposed to turning on the people that are actually in charge. Mm-hmm. And so here, like we see it with the Empire, they make the, they make the whole galaxy hate Jedi because they think that Jedi try to kill the Chancellor because that's what they told everyone, yeah. which obviously didn't happen. And then they make the clones hate each other that are different. They like they hate the Bad Batch mm-hmm. because they're like, oh, they're the weird clones. So they there's like hate amongst themselves and then now they're going to make regular soldiers and regular people hate clones so that they can replace them right yeah so i think when that starts to happen because that's going to happen i can already see that eventually because eventually that is where we get to where there are no clones it's all regular soldiers Mm -hmm. and i think when that happens you'll see crosshair switch and not and be against the empire only because they're trying to get rid of clones in general. So to your point, I think, yes, that is, that might happen, but not for a good reason. It's going to happen because he's trying to save himself. Mm -hmm. Cause again, I think this guy's a bad guy. (laughs) I don't (laughs) think he's going to be good at all. Yeah. But uh, the the storytelling is really good here. Yeah. I I love the way it's structured so far, Uh, which to me is like beyond an animated show. It's like, this is good. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I've been enjoying it a lot. And what do you think about them switching or not? Well, I don't know if they really. Well, they switched Loki to Wednesdays and this to just Fridays. You think that was? It could be. I don't know why. I don't know. If, maybe they don't want them on the same day. Well, yeah, obviously. Right. I mean, it j- just like so, just to like not split up people's attention. Yeah. That way they get you know. I'm just kind of wondering why they moved Loki instead of just keeping Bad Batch on Wednesdays. And that's a good point. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's Dave Filoni. Like, well, oh, you're not moving my show, bro. <laughs> He's like, you know who I am? <laughs> you know, my show stays on Friday night. Okay. Postpone Loki if you want. Mind. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Postpone Loki. Loki pushed to 2022. Wow. Because Dave Filoni said so. <laughs> He's got that much pull? Yeah, man. Are you kidding me? <laughs> got all the pull. So I, I, that's a good point. I honestly, I'm not really sure. But uh, episode three does end on a very nice note, though, uh, where uh, Wrecker makes Omega her own little bedroom in the yeah. ship. That was very nice. She's yeah. like, I never had my own bedroom. It was very sweet. So at least it ended on a nice note, even though there was war crimes committed, <laughs> like horrible things happened in this show in this episode, but at least I mean, it ended nice. Well, I mean, overall, I don't think the series is going to end on a well note. I don't know. It can't, you know, even the Bad Batch. I don't think they're going to make it Yeah, they're not. because how can they? Number one, they're, they're a very powerful elite group of soldiers. Yeah. Uh, if they were still around, we would have seen them yeah. because they would have helped yeah. out in other stuff. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. exactly. <laughs> for all we know, you know, maybe they were on Alderaan. You know, I don't know. Like, who knows? But yeah. they're, I, I'm pretty sure that either all or or maybe one makes it somehow, but I'm assuming they're not going to be around. Man, that's going to be kind of bad if they were on Alderaan when it gets blown That's up. what I'm saying. Maybe they <laughs> just happen to be there and then boom. So the, the entire team uh-huh. is gone. So I don't know. But interesting to see where it goes. Yeah. Uh, it's been 13 a lot more of episodes. So. <laughs> yeah. So there, it is a lot. Again, they are short, yeah. but um, you do get something to look forward to every week for this show. Check it out if you haven't seen it, man. Honestly, even if you... Don't really like Star Wars all that much. It's a cool show, as long as you like animated stuff. But uh, uh, that's it for that. Let's move into our weekly recommendations. What do we got? Mmm, donuts. What you been? What you been consuming this week? I um, watched Ready Player One. I hadn't seen it. You've never seen it? No. What did you think? I liked it. It's good, huh? 
Yeah. I enjoyed that movie. You should watch it here because the sound is bananas in that movie. Well, you never have me over. I mean, you can just come whenever you want. Really? Yeah. I mean, can I get just, a key? No, just text me ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> that sound has an that's that movie has an amazing soundtrack. Like yeah, it, it sounds ridiculous. Well, just because I watched I can't remember which video I watched, but I watched the Easter eggs video. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, the, the, the whole movie is the whole yeah. movie is an Easter egg. Just the entire movie is nothing but pop culture references. Yeah, if you read the book, yeah, the book is amazing. The book is the movie is nothing like the book. Mm-hmm. The book is and Ready Player it, Two just came out recently. The yeah. book, so yeah, re, re, yeah. So by Ernest Klein, why, um, actually, I writing, I, I did the audiobook. Oh yeah, yeah. So since you got mm-hmm. Audible, download the audiobook. It is amazing. Is yeah. I like to read the book. I like to listen check that to it. Out, yeah, because I know Ready Player Two just came out not that long ago. Yeah. It's pretty new. Yeah. So, so download the the okay because I saw the I read the book what like before. Oh yeah, years before. So what did you? So did you see the movie? I started watching it. It's nothing like the book. Yeah, but I, it's still really it's good. good. It's good. It's still really good. Yeah. It's nothing like the book. Yeah. You'll like the book a lot because okay. of all the Easter eggs yeah. and just yeah. the whole scavenger that the scavenger hunt that they got to do yeah. in the book. It's just and the way the guy reads it. It's, it's for sure. I'll it's check really it good. out. But the movie is fun though too. It's the visuals are cool. Uh, the sound is amazing. If you have a good uh, surround sound system, it is a fantastic movie. Like if you were able to catch that at the theater when it came out, yeah. that would have been a treat because. It has really, really good sounds and visuals. It's an awesome movie. But um, what else you got? That's pretty much it. I mean, just a lot of crypto researching and yeah. stuff like Same. that. What about you, Danny? What you got? Um, I saw... What did I watch? I watched um, the movie with Angelina Jolie. Oh, the... Those That Wish Me Dead? Yeah. That's on HBO Max now, right? Mm-hmm. How was it? Uh, it was okay. Yeah. I, I mean, heard that she the, the director only wanted to make it with her specifically. Yeah. I don't know why, though. It, it was good. I mean... Yeah. I, Horror? Prop. It's a thriller? What is it's it? It's a thriller. Okay. Yeah. So basically, a little, um, a little boy witnesses something. Okay. Um, I'll give it too much. He witnesses something, and now they're after him because he knows what happened. And, and who is Angelina Jolie's character? She protects him. Okay, got it. She's All a right. firefighter, and okay, he I'll kinda, check it out because I remember seeing the trailer. I mean, that looks interesting. Yeah, she's a firefighter. He gets yeah. and he ends up in the forest, and now she protects him. Um, so she gets very superhero. Yeah. Um, those that cool. wish me dead. Yeah, on I, HBO Max. I, yeah, it's. It's not like oh my god, you got to watch it. It's also not bad. It's just mm-hmm. I'd probably give it a three out of five. Okay, not bad. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's good. I mean, it's one of those things you just watch it and move on. Cool. Um, yeah. kind of like uh, all the little things or the little things. Remember that, that the one with Denzel and yes, uh, yes, one of those movies. Kind of like that. We're like that movie was good, but at the same time, it's like I wouldn't watch it again. No, yeah. <laughs> it's like oh my god, you have to watch. It's just, yeah, if you have time, watch it. Check it's, it out. Yeah. Um, that one and Mosquito Coast. Yeah. And okay. Another episode of Mosquito Coast. I getting, saw the first two episodes. Getting really good. I saw the first two episodes of Mosquito. I had that on my list. Uh, I think two days. Yeah, I think it was on Friday night. I watched the first two episodes. Pretty good. Yeah, it actually was pretty good. I don't like the dad that much. I feel like he's a little too jokey as a character. Like sometimes he's kind of like kind of cornball cheesy, and I'm just like, dude, this is a serious situation. <laughs> <laughs> and I get that. That's kind of like sometimes he like he talks his way out of tr- problems, and that's kind of the point. But sometimes he's a little he's a little weirdo. That does that does change. Yeah. Okay. He in this new ep- other episodes, things are getting rough for him. Yeah. So I mean, it, just with the way episode yeah. two ended, I'm like, this is not going down a happy path. So it's, yeah. I've been enjoying that show pretty so far for the the first two, but I'll keep watching that this week. Uh, what else did I do? I uh, was playing Resident Evil Village. How's still that? playing that. Uh, it's awesome. Been playing it on PlayStation. Playing in the dark. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Um, I did want to. Obviously, was going to play it on on PC, but. I just I can't stop the the Ethereum mining, <laughs> so I can't. Because I was gonna buy it on PC, and uh, and then I was like, man, I can't 
pause the mining just give to play a video game you crazy you see a little break man nah man this thing's working <laughs> <laughs> so i bought it on playstation instead and uh, uh luckily uh, it looks amazing on ps5 it looks yeah. really really so uh, i even did comparisons on youtube i looked it up uh-huh. like pc versus ps5 and they did like there was a bunch of people that did like side by sides i'm like okay it looks good on ps5 because i didn't want to sacrifice the quality um but it's 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 a lot it's a fun i like the story so far i'm only halfway through so i don't know where it ends but uh it's it's been great I've been having a good time. Uh, what else? We obviously Mosquito Coast. I just mentioned that we did see. Uh, I did watch the first two episodes. Uh, Bad Batch. Something else that I'm missing. I can't think of what it is. Wasn't there some anime thing you guys were gonna watch? Yeah, we saw. So there's an anime called Demon Slayer. It's actually on 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 season one is on Netflix. You can watch it. Fantastic anime. It's a, and it's and it's dubbed in English, so you don't have to read subtitles or anything. It's really, really good. Uh, and they came out with a movie recently uh, that kind of ends. It picks up right where season one of that show picks uh, uh, ended off, and the movie picks up right from there. Mm. And I think the movie is going to be a bridge between season one and season two. But the movie was awesome. It was really, really good. It was a super tearjerker at the end as well. Um, so if you like anime, check out Demon Slayer. It is Demon Slayer. really, really dope. Season one is on Netflix and uh, the movie, um, I think it's only in theater. So we kind of had to hunt around on the internet for it because it's not readily available. But if you get a chance to watch it, just start the show. It's really good. Okay. Awesome. And anime is just like any other animated stuff where it's like 20 minute episodes. You can, And I think the seasons are like 25 or 26 episodes. So they are kind of long, but literally, I think I watched the whole season in like less than a week because they're so quick so um but yeah that's it that's been that's been this week it's been fun cool cool i feel like i'm still forgetting something <laughs> <laughs> honestly i just feel like i just can't think of it whatever it is i'll put it in, i'll put it in for next week because i know i'll remember when we're done <laughs> start the show off next week with that. but that's the show that's all i got what do you what else you guys got i don't know no. i'm gonna hit one year and on tuesday yeah we didn't even realize that last week was our 50th our 50th episode yeah so we do have other lives yeah so we just kind of forgot i was like (laughs) like because i know you know i number them when i say when and i think you even said it beforehand danny when we started he's like oh we're coming up on our 50th i didn't realize that that was the 50th last week well because that includes the episode with the girls right yeah Yeah, that's true too right so yeah that's true all in it's it's 50 but uh yeah what's what's the one year tuesday this tuesday tuesday so it'll be the the one year that our first episode got published. Okay, yeah. So technically, a couple of days from right now. So even this right here would be our, our one-year anniversary. That's very cool. Yep. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. And we're done. This is the last episode. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, guys. Completed our year. <laughs> yeah, we're done. <laughs> this was a one-year project, and we're, that's it's all over. You get. That's all you get. <laughs> no, we're going to keep going. Uh, but that's the show. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, what do we got to look forward to next week? Anything? I don't know. What Anything is on the horizon? Much. What is happening this coming week? I don't think I... Nothing I can think. Of. I mean, something always pops up, but yeah. I mean, crypto fly up sure. and down, and people lose sure. their minds. <laughs> you just gotta wait for an Elon tweet. Wait for an Elon tweet. <laughs> we'll see what happens. See what happens there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's it for this week, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, come check us out next week again. Have a happy Monday. Have a great week, and we will see you later. Wow! I can't believe you stayed till the end. You must be really bored. Have a great day. Meatbag. Thank you.